Hello, you're listening to Mom and Me Primetime with Lily and Joelle Hayes. Hi, everyone. We're back at it again, starting some new conversations. Conversations about things that actually we talk about or I talk about quite a lot, which is things having to do with people feeling that they're right. So I think I'm going to title this podcast, I Know I'm Right. (laughs) Um, So what I wanted to talk about was because we're in a situation now where it seems like the world is very filled with propaganda and we have news cycles that are very light on facts, which I think we all kind of agree with that. To me, it seems like we have a very divisive social media world. And it also seems that because of that, people are kind of losing their respect or their ability to either talk or disagree um, in an okay way. So my question is, with all of this happening, how do Americans, so let's just focus on this country, how do we find common interest with all of this going on around us? Um, I am a strong believer in the freedom of speech, no matter what it is. And obviously that means that people are going to be offended, but I think they they need to be able to have those freedoms. And I also am a strong believer of freedom of thought, which means there's gonna be a lot of them. And I think we need to push people to get back to being independent thinkers and feeling confident in their independent thoughts. And people should actually appreciate people that have independent thoughts. So I think that's how we get to such wonderful things such as the light bulb and things of that nature. So I guess as far as politics and the social world, world, I definitely fall in the middle. So I can have any type of idea about something that doesn't necessarily fall in line with one side or the other. So my question is to anybody that's out there, including Lily, do we feel that social media is setting us back as citizens. We're talking about Americans right now. I say yes and no. Yes, because I think we've brought this up before that um Social media, most social media platforms have the ability for people to comment. And as we all know, commenting through a post on social media, um, it's a lot easier to say or come up with um, a big thought and type it into words. It's much easier to say it that way than actually have a disagreement with somebody or a difference of opinion and be talking to that person one-on-one. So I think as far as communication skills, yes, it has um, taken society 
back in that respect. But in other ways, I think, and this is probably just a my generation thought, it has opened up new ways for people to be creative and use different platforms to make various types of pages, videos. Um, I mean, there's so many things that you can make a social media page about um, or social media videos. And I know through doing this mom and me, um, I've played around with different social media pools and things that you can do to promote whatever it is that you're promoting. And I've had a lot of fun with those type things as far as making videos and adding music or all of that kind of stuff. So I think there are negatives and positives to everything, but my answer would be yes and no. Uh, I understand feeling yes and no. My whole thing is, is that what you were saying earlier is that to me, and I am new to some forms of social media, which we've brought up before, hard to believe somebody of my age did not get involved in Facebook type things, but I didn't. So I'm seeing a lot and I think it, I'm seeing, I'm seeing good things, but I'm seeing a lot of what I expected, which is what Lily had touched on is that I think people feel bold enough to say something that I think is, um, potentially troubling to somebody on the other side. It may not be somebody that they know very well, or maybe in some cases it is somebody that they know very well. And I think that division being that it is just words that are showing up on a platform gives people a false sense of um, comfort or justification that they should be able to say these things. Now, I'm not saying that people should not have feelings or be able to communicate, but I think that there, I think that there is a way to do that, and um, we all need to kind of figure out what those things are. Because honestly, I, I see things on here, and I think, is that really a necessary response? It's not that somebody's saying, "Oh, I don't see it that way," or "I've always thought of it this way." They're just more, I think, rude uh, comments that I, I just really have trouble believing that. People would say to somebody that they were speaking to face-to-face or maybe even on a phone call. I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes people even avoid taking phone calls from people, at least in my world. Well, they'll just shoot them an email and that's, you know, that's it. That's taken care of. We've gotten an email. So um, that's my feeling. But I do see the positives. Definitely, I think getting music and getting people to laugh, uh, getting information from social media, those are all positives. Those are positives that you can get out of the social media and things of that. But I think it's, I think it's people that mess up, (laughs) mess up what the possibilities are and what the intentions are of social media. So hopefully, hopefully we can get back to doing better with that because yeah, information is important. My genre or my age group, when we wanted information, we had encyclopedias all over the place which was okay, but um, not nearly as good for sure. So, all right. The 
they are trying to divide people and I think one of the things that people really have to remember because the news and people on the news have become so important to people's everyday lives is they're really there to make money and get ratings so they're going to spin things and take um, hold of your emotions just to get you to listen so I think people should really remember that and um, yeah having your own independent thought is definitely needed right now in this country I would say and I, I think I read an article about changes to our world and how news is put out there and that these kind of off the wall news alerts or news articles that you will see on your browser pages which can be kind of humorous in some cases or sometimes they're like wait what planet am i living on now but i believe that the uh i believe that the people that are publishing those or writing those get paid or they get incentives by the number of clicks um so that's why there is so much sensational um news i think that's kind of spurted onto those types of pages internet pages and i'm sure the same with social media platforms there is a lot of salacious stuff put on there because they want you to click on it so there you go those are our answers to that um this is a very thought-provoking question that I came up with that I don't know how I even filtered into this one, but because of all of this, that there's so much, so much diversity and we're forcing politics into things that have really no place there, is how do you as a person or how do we as people in today's world come up with what we feel is the truth? It's not necessarily about going to one page or one newspaper or um, one Twitter account and you read it and you know, oh, I'm good. I got the news. I know what's going on. I can go back to all my other fun stuff that I was doing. But how do we as Americans, I should say, how do we arrive at what we feel is the truth about something that is um, important? I don't mean as to who ate the last chocolate chip cookie. I mean, important things that are going on around us. And I can only answer that from my perspective is because I have been, I think a little um, disappointed is maybe not the right word, but um, disenchanted with news in general for, for maybe three to four years now. And so my thing was I tuned out of what I was doing for a long time and decided that my way of coming to what I hope is the truth and what I feel is the truth um, is by using information from various news organizations or news uh, associations or even various people because you know let's be honest even somebody that you think is gold with knowledge or has proven themselves to be um, fairly honest um, there are going to be situations where they're going to put their own personal um, feelings into it and you may not really get the truth you may get part of the truth 
but it's going to have either maybe their political slant or um, maybe they had a personal experience with it. So they're going to feed that into it and that may have an effect on how you receive the information. So I have been very diligent about making sure that I do look at a lot of different news sources and listen to a lot of people, some that I don't agree with in a lot of cases, but I accept that and, you know, um, take it for face value and try to accumulate what I feel will bring me to what is right. And uh, I was just telling Lily, in some respects, that means that I'm reading various tweets that people put on Twitter about, you know, very, very important news situations like the chemical spills that were in Ohio, because I think that individuals that are actually on the ground uh, can see what's happening around them. That is a, a pretty cut through way to sometimes get a lot of of truth where if you have a news organization going there and kind of propping up the background and making sure they're sitting in a certain place, it may not be authentic. Mom asked me this question earlier and I kind of struggled with it, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but the only big answer I can come up with is just again, which I don't know if she thinks that this is the right answer, but is my own intuition um, and faith in myself and just my, she, she just brought up about having people having their own experiences. I think your own experiences in life help you come up with what you believe is the truth or what you think is going on. Um, and then also hearing, um, different reports or like mom said listening to different people you don't agree with i think for me and mom it's a little bit it's not as hard to do that um because we are kind of in the middle and we have different thoughts about things than others but i think for a lot of people out there um maybe in the world but in this country they they can't hear a difference of opinion and it's either one way or the other and they're living in an echo chamber so um i yeah i think people need to get outside of their echo chambers and um just i don't know trust in themselves or be able to process information better um I think that that is true probably of a lot of people is that they fill themselves with people that have the exact same thoughts as they do. And um, I can see that as being very comforting. And on various subjects, there's always going to be people that agree with you or that you agree with that you want to huddle up with and you want to be on that team. And I think that's natural. But yes, I do think it's important for us as people to walk out of those echo chambers and go to situations where you know that you may not be hearing everything that you're used to hearing or you may hear um, a part of a story or a part of a fact, something that's going on maybe in your school or um, something like that, that that you don't agree with and you have to be you kind of have to be okay with that you have to be able to allow yourself to hear somebody that objects with how 
you see things and there may be lots of people so you have to position yourself in a place where you can either make sense of it you can bring your uh, your part to it your stories your experiences but i think that people are not doing that i think that we are getting to a point where people want to shut others down if they do not do not follow along with what you say which i think is a negative and i think that is why we are so divided is because um you have to you have to put your uh, collaboration together as far as what is the best way to you know come up with some kind of situation at school where maybe we have better attendance or there is um less fighting in school if you only have one group of first group of people um communicating and they're not hearing somebody that has a different view you're absolutely not going to come up with the right answer <laughs> i know that to be true but um yeah i think that the echo chambers i think are a definite problem and i think people just need to be more grown up and be able to hear that somebody has a different opinion it doesn't mean that that other opinion is going to become yours but um to hear it and appreciate it and there may be parts of that that actually fit with who you are and you may evolve on a certain subject which is what we're all here to do is to listen to each other and evolve and hopefully come up with the right answers so uh Yes, experiences and all those things can definitely change how you feel about stuff, but I'm all about uh getting together and talking to somebody that doesn't necessarily agree with you. I think people should go to their school board meetings. I think people should go to town halls and listen to what's going on around them and bring up points that um you know that they want to bring up whether the rest of the group wants to hear it or not. But that's that's really I think where we need to go as a country is to be able to listen to each other and we need to be able to say what we feel freedom of thought freedom of speech and uh the ability to listen to other people so that brings me to this thought um, as far as oh go ahead yeah I just wanted to reiterate the echo chamber issue that I feel we have is not just in regards to politics it's again it's sign of something that's taking over the whole country um in regards to people's jobs schools um all kinds even, of things. even just social groups you know i'm sure when Absolutely. it comes to yeah everything yes, social so. groups yeah yep it is it's a big problem and hopefully there are enough of us <laughs> that feel that we want that to um correct itself and get more of a you know consensus or a combined thought on how things you know can be and i think um as it would be people will be happier <clears throat> people will be happier <clears throat> excuse me and um yeah that's how i see that but what i was going to say was there's this thing that we do as humans which is called stretching the truth and maybe there are certain people in our history that uh maybe get uh, associated with that but for me when i think of um just people disagreeing or maybe even social media posts not to pick on social media posts but to stretch the truth to me it means that there has to be some truth <laughs> that is going out there um and i think that we as as humans do that we will try to stretch the truth to i don't know 
maybe make our um, the meal that we made seem better or our vacation was a little bit fancier than we yeah than it really was and I think that's an okay thing but if there is not a truth in the first place and people are stretching that those are lies which I think are yeah I think that those are being pushed on society that there is really no seed of truth I mean because sometimes to stretch the truth it can be really stretched but at least if you go back to the origination of the thought there was truth and it just it got stretched but I think that when we're stretching information and there is no there is no truth it's just lies and um, I think that's a shame to see that there is so much of that going on that people don't even care uh, whether it's true or not but they want to put that information out there I'm not quite sure what the people that are wanting to do that get out of it maybe disorient people uh, maybe to get people to change their mind for the wrong reasons but I just always remember people saying about stretching the truth which I do think that people do but there has to be a truth <laughs> to stretch and I see a lot of things being stretched out there in our world and probably in social media that pretty obvious that there isn't any truth and it's it's just a shame do you have any thoughts on that Lil? yeah i think from a um younger perspective it's interesting to see people um older than me or people that could very well be my parents that are guilty of what mom is talking about um and it is a problem um today and i think it's an ego issue or um, people um, have this kind of arrogance about them and they're not really held, nobody's really held accountable for their, um, I don't know if this really has anything to do with anything, but they're not really held accountable for themselves. So that's why, again, people can just go online and say whatever and do whatever and you know they don't really have any feeling behind it because they just think that they can go out and say whatever they want it's kind of the same with people's behavior there is an arrogance that you know i don't know not not a lot of self-reflection and not a lot of concern for i guess fellow man i mean honestly i'm sure that honestly is probably a very interesting word <laughs> that people have to hold fibs <laughs> forever but I think uh, what I'm just trying to say is that you see it kind of being used on a regular basis and people follow that and it's just disturbing to me but well we'll move on from that I would say yes definitely you have to have self-control which I think people don't have but um I think something that you've always um, said to me, or there's a um, lady we work with that I've heard her say this as well, is that you have to pick and choose your battles. I think people maybe don't know how to do that sometimes, but um, 
there's going to be a lot of things that people say that you don't agree with. I guess it's all um, on how you feel personally. And if something gets to the point where you find it um, offense, it gets to that point where it's offensive enough or something that you think is really serious and you need to comment, then um, I guess then it's appropriate. But there's a lot of things that people say that I don't like. Um, there was something on my one social media page over the weekend um, that somebody that um, posted and I definitely didn't like it and I would like to comment, but, um, you know, it's not really that. I mean, it's just a post on social media, so not a huge thing but I guess more so if you are in a situation where you're out in the open and somebody says something offensive or is treating someone else wrongfully uh, maybe then you would act I don't know I think it is a difficult subject because like I said we all probably feel that we're right about a lot of things all the time <laughs> and um I think it's a self-reflection kind of thing as to when when do you when do you retreat. I do think that there are certain types of people that retreat when they should not retreat. And we're talking about important situations, not necessarily a social media post because at the end of the day, and I hate that saying, but I just used it, you have to ask yourself, is it really important if I respond back to this um you know, social media posts that I find to be offensive. If it's something important, like maybe you feel like it's offending, you know, um, you know, somebody in your family or I don't know, then I guess we all have to make those choices. But um, I think there are two very important, distinct uh, sides on that is to when it's not important and you're really going to gain nothing from it. Uh, even though you may feel your heart a pumping and all that good stuff, when do you walk away? And when is it to the point where you say, no, that is crossing the line. Uh, I'm going to comment <laughs> on something on social media, which I guess people you know, really shouldn't do too much of that. Or when am I going to say something that somebody said to me that I find to be absolutely incorrect or I just can't go with that? Those are questions that uh, I guess we all have to ask ourselves, which leads me to my last thought because I think people will run away from conversations which can be political or they can just be about day-to-day -day, or they can be about relationships uh, which is they feel that I, I don't want to argue about it I'm just gonna you know let's I'm not gonna talk to you we'll have this subject come over 30 times in a row but I don't want to argue and um, it could just be my family I don't know I don't feel that arguments are bad if you're trying to find the right answer or if you're trying to figure out what the problem is, is why somebody is, you know, you're not getting along with this person anymore or whatever. I have never felt that arguments are bad. I feel it is a tool that we have to figure out what's not going right. And um, so I'm like, I'm pro-arguments. I'm on the pro-argument side. I think that people should be able to argue their points, make their points, really without tearing other people down. So I've 
I've always been a supporter of people arguing when it's something important. When it's not important, come see, come saw. It doesn't really matter, but how do you feel about arguments, though? <laughs> I think it depends on um, if the other person can handle having arguments and if they can listen to what you're saying and be honest with themselves, which I think... Um, we all struggle with that at times, but more there are people that struggle with that a lot. So, um, I don't know. People are very hard to figure and try to navigate, and I wouldn't discount myself out of that. Um, but um, humans are definitely interesting. And I think, though... Um which I guess maybe I would be considered a conversationalist. I like to talk, gift of gab, whatever. Um, I think that people need, we need to work harder at that with um, with each other. And just maybe even people in the grocery store, like just have a little bit of faith in each other. Don't be pushing a card off against somebody yeah, that you want to, what? No, I, I agree with you yeah, completely. Yeah, don't be pushing the card up against somebody that you want them to move. <laughs> like, no, this is not how we, this is not how we communicate as people. So um, I think there needs to be more. I think there needs to be more. Probably, probably less posting, debating, uh, offensive type things. And I don't know, just better communication. So... What I have here, as far as how I feel, I wanted to end this session because I do like to ask these provo pro provocative questions that, and I have to say this to myself as well, that I think people need to be um, less afraid or not to be afraid to say, hey, you know what? I was wrong about that. And, and hopefully say it to yourself as well, because <laughs> if you can't, you can't ever get over whatever that situation was and um, it's going to keep festering and other things that you do. I hate to say that, but uh, I think we, including myself, we need to get better at being honest with ourselves when we're not right about something or if we made a bad decision. Because once you allow yourself to say, hey, I was wrong about that, I'm sorry, or tell myself, like, hell, I was wrong. <laughs> what was I thinking? You move on. And you look at that. You can kind of look at it in your rear view mirror. And it's not part of who you are going forward. It's it's behind you. So um, I think that is an important statement for me to make. Um, and I think that your health gets better. Because I think people hold on to things that they're worried about. Um, and... That they may not have been right, or do people know that that do they know this about me? So I say, allow yourself to be wrong, even though you're probably right most of the time. But allow yourself to be wrong and get yourself healthy and just move forward. Amen. <laughs> and that was one of Mom's New Year's resolutions: was admitting when she's wrong. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was like, it was? I don't make New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Kidding. I'm glad that I finally came back to that here in March because I don't remember that. So, okay, these were my insightful thoughts. I hope they weren't too heavy for everybody, but this is who I am as a person. So, um, 
maybe you can think about some of those things and maybe it will help people to, uh, I don't know, just move forward with themselves or with life and be okay, I guess. We need to be okay and we need to be able to communicate um, better with each other. So that's it. Thank you for listening. Go ahead. What? Scale of 1 to 10, how well do you think that the two of us communicate? I would say on a business level, um, that took many years because obviously I'm standing in a completely different position and I have been through the trenches of difficult work situations. There are still some now, but I am... um, Yes, I have basically been through all that. So I would say very good now, but because of our type of work, um, you have to be very accurate and you have to know pretty much everything about everything or you will regularly fall on your face. So I would say with that aspect, I think we probably are an eight. So that's pretty good. But that took a lot of work. On the other side, I would say nine not every day but um because we talk a lot i think it it enables or it actually allows us to to have those types of victories or whatever you want to call that when you don't talk with people i think you're pretty much just um playing russian roulette or some kind of thing like that because you don't you won't really you, you could get lucky i guess to um to have a good communication relationship but if you don't talk regularly with people um it's going to be difficult so how's that for an answer i think that was good i was going to say i feel like i know you as a person so much better now that we have worked together um I, I don't even remember what I thought of you as before. I mean, you were obviously my mom, but I'm just saying, like, I think of you in so much of a different way now that we work together and have for a long time. And I think that even though it's been a struggle and, you know, we we are different in a lot of ways, it's definitely improved our overall relationship of communicating and disagreeing or whatever it is. Yes, and I, like I said, I'm a supporter of arguments. <laughs> Because I think when you walk away from situations that are difficult, I'm sure there are times when that is the best thing to do. But I think it is um, a cop-out for people to not be willing to discuss things, even if you are coming at it from different angles. So, yes, that is because we did uh, argue quite a bit. But um, I think it was a positive. Maybe not at the actual moment, but the overall overall effect was positive. So... That's what I've come up with on this podcast. So uh, I guess we're going to call this, I know I'm right, but are you really right? And um, how do you determine that you're right? All those things. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed. We'll be back with another session here, probably in the next couple days, depending on how fast we can talk and type and think and uh, launch. So thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. Thank you for listening, and um, we appreciate all of the new listens or new listeners. Um, 
And um, please make sure if you haven't yet already listened to our prior episodes that you listen to those as well. And um, please comment on our Facebook pages or our Facebook page if you have anything you want us to talk about or you just want to comment on an episode or whatever your thoughts are. Um, I do read those and um, I'm going to get better at commenting back on them, but um, please do that. I, I really enjoy reading the comments and I appreciate them. And that's it. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Bye.